0: Welcome to this week's podcast. Joining us again are the two inspiring amazing women, Marilyn Baker and Tracy Williamson. It is a great joy to welcome you both back to Facing the Canon. Welcome Marilyn Baker. Welcome Tracy Williamson, to Facing the cannon.
1: Oh, it's fantastic to be here. Yes, good yeah, just lovely. to be here with you. Now,
0: Marilyn, you are a trustee of the Torch Trust.
1: Tell us about that. Well, um, the Torch Trust for the Blind, they are a wonderful organisation. We're like a sort of family together, really. And um, they produce amazing literature in accessible formats like in Braille and very large print and things like that. We also do um, programming on the RNIB um, Connect Radio program and podcasts. There's a a podcast going on at the moment called Sight Loss 101 and it's all about how people often, you know, they find faith, um, perhaps when they coming to their lowest point when they've had a diagnosis of sight loss or something, and how they cope with sight loss. So really, we're all about bringing people into the church more and more who have got um, sight loss and who need extra help. Things like seeing stuff on the screen, and um, they can't, obviously. So what do you do about that? And just befriending folk, you know, because... Blind people have got a tremendous amount to give, like all disabled people. They're not just there to be looked after. They can contribute in the body of Christ.
0: Absolutely. And Tracy, you're involved in a different charity uh, for those who are deaf. Tell us about that.
2: Um, well, it's called Open and um, used to be the Heart of Hearing Christian Fellowship. And it's really to serve people that have all degrees of hearing and especially those that have become deaf, um, who weren't born deaf as such, but who acquired deafness maybe through illness, and like myself. And so it's to provide fellowship and encouragement. I mean, it's very hard for deaf people in church because most of the, most people can't hear what's being said, even notices and things like that go completely over a person's head let alone uh, the depths of the um, sermon and everything like that. And prayer and times, isn't it, as well? So we're trying to provide conferences and fellowship and encouragement for those we've here us across the country.
0: It's wonderful to hear about both of those charities and uh, want to encourage any of our viewers that need further help or encouragement or fellowship uh, to look into those charities and, uh, and I'm sure you'll, you'll receive the encouragement that you need. Thank you.
1: Marilyn, how did the two of you meet? Well, it was amazing. Um, Tracy was working at a college, at Chorley Wood College, actually, doing some work experience. And a blind friend who lived with me came to the college to take the Christian Union and met Tracy there. And she said, do you want to come and have a meal? Tracy was a bit down at the time. She thought... Her deafness was a problem working with the blind children, which it had been. And so um, she came to our house and had a meal, but I wasn't there at the time. And then she said, Do you want to come again and meet Marilyn? Well, of course, Trace had heard of me, but not a lot because I'm not, uh, obviously, Trace didn't listen to music that much. And so um, she was a bit kind of in awe of meeting me like a gospel singer. I was already kind of on the road. And I had decided at the time that I wanted to do something good with my hair and I'd read about putting henna on it and they used to do it in the Bible so I thought I'm going to put henna on my hair. And I did, but I'd forgotten this Tracy was going to arrive. Um, and I had this on my hair. But when Trace arose, uh, when, when Trace came, um, she was really shocked because I came down the stairs and I was, you know, looking like I had, you know, well, got blood um, on me.
2: Her friend answered the door and invited me in and said, Marilyn's not quite ready. And um, so I went in and I was taking my jacket off. I heard something on the stairs and it was happen. Marilyn was coming down. And she'd all had something out of a horror film. <laughs> yes, yeah, Her face enough. was covered in blood. Yeah, you um, thought because it was, was all this all down red, red, red dye Yeah, red dye it was.
1: So that was funny. And, uh, you know, yes. she, she ended the whole mm. evening getting the dye off my bathroom mm. and off me. You became friends and you became partners in ministry. Yes, that was amazing because we never expected that at all. I was interviewing people to join me. I'd lost my assistant at the time she'd resigned and Trace was helping me interview people. And I couldn't find anybody to travel on the road with me. Obviously, I needed a guide and a helper and... I said to Trace, well, as I can't find anyone, would you like to um, come along with me just to give me a hand with packing and doing the ironing and making me look nice and all that kind of thing, uh, just till we find the right person. But because Trace was deaf, we never really thought that she would actually um, be that person because she avoided public um, appearances and you know, it wasn't her thing to be with audiences. But at the time, we went to a concert together and I remember feeling I had a big programme to do and I said would you like to speak Trace could you give your testimony she didn't even know what that was really but she thought about it and told her faith story and it was amazing wasn't it Trace that first concert we did
2: yes yes Uh, well as Marilyn said she'd asked me to share it which I'd never done and at this point, i have been a Christian about 18 months. Yes. And and, um, and I was literally so scared. I was shaking when she called me up to the mic. And uh, not being able to hear, I didn't know how people gave testimonies or what, they, what kind of thing they said, And so it was completely out of my comfort zone. And I had no idea what to say. And I got to the mic and I just said, Lord, please help me. And suddenly I was just so aware of his presence as if he was standing right next to me. And this amazing peace came over me. And I started to share about my childhood. And some of the things that I shared earlier about the despair I'd felt. And how I became a Christian. And how he was starting to heal my life and pour his love. And it was an ongoing process, but... It was just this amazing sense of fluency that I didn't know how to put words together before, but suddenly the words were coming. And
1: It was amazing because it could a lot of people, it was like you could hear a pin drop yes. in a room. And I think it was like 12 people um, rededicated their lives to the Lord again and eight people became Christians that night Yes, and I sang my song He Gives Joy after she gave her testimony and I said to Trace you have got something so special about your life I said you don't think you can speak you don't think you're a public figure I said but you've got a real anointing an ability from God to speak words that will touch hearts and so we decided to come together and how long ago was that, Marilyn? Well, I should think we've been together now. How long, Trace, about 35 years, is it? Something like that, you know. If Time just flies. Yes,
0: and you've been partners in ministry. Let's go back to the beginning for you, Marilyn. You, you're obviously a very capable musician, very gifted. You were teaching the oboe in several schools, and, uh, but then you felt, and you started writing your own gospel songs and singing them, and then you felt this call to go full time in ministry.
1: Yeah,
2: that was tell a us about sh- that. Mm, that
1: was a struggle because um, I'd done my first album, He Gives Joy, and it sold very well. And then the record company people came to see me, and they said, "We think you should be praying about giving up your teaching job and going into this music ministry full time." And I thought, "You must be joking." You know, I thought, I'm not going to do that. It'd take me a long time already to to get a teaching practice going in different schools. And so they said, well, will you at least pray about it? But I thought, well, I know the answer. I'm not going to give it up, you know. But anyway, I thought I would pray about it. Perhaps I should. And as I did, I was shocked. Every single excuse I was making or reason why I truly thought it wasn't wise, God seemed to take from under my feet. And I mean, for instance, there was a girl that I was teaching the oboe to, and she was so gifted. I'd promised her parents to get her into college, uh, music college, no matter what. And she came to me one week and she said, I'm going to give up the oboe. I was so shocked. She said, I've decided I want to um, study medical things and I want to be a doctor. Well, all the other things I thought about, my parents were against it, everything. I decided in the end to take that jump. And I mean, I wasn't well known. I didn't have loads of bookings. And where would the money come from? I had no idea. I spoke to my pastor and he said, go for it, Marilyn. We think you've got a gift and God wants to use it. And I just did. I, I left my job. And two days after leaving it, I had a phone call, or rather my um, the person helping me with bookings did, saying, would Marilyn go to New Zealand to sing? I was amazed. I thought no one had ever heard of me in there. So you went to New Zealand and Australia, I didn't did. you? I did, it was just staggering. Uh, and, and you know, a friend came with me and we, we had the most amazing time there, incredible.
0: So, uh, and the two of you have been ministering together um, all over the place um, and you both Music, worship, t- teaching, and Tracy. You've written a number of books. Um, here, I've got a beautiful tapestry. Tell us what this book's about, Tracy.
2: Yes, so a beautiful tapestry is a latest book, and it's it's our story together. We both wrote it, but Marilyn didn't want to do the main writing, so she shared her ideas and her memories. And send them to me as an email, and I tried to put them together in a flowing way. <laughs> and then I did my own, and we wanted it to be real, because sometimes people put those who are kind of travelling around and doing things up on a pedestal.
0: Yes. But absolutely.
2: they're certainly not on a pedestal. I mean, no. we have all sorts of and we lose our tempers, and... And we get kind of um, stuck in tough situations with the hearing and I say business. Absolutely. (laughs) We wanted to share the weak moments and the joys and the sadnesses.
0: Absolutely. Um, And what about this one, The Father's um, Kiss? What's that about, Tracy?
2: Yeah, this one came um, actually after I'd had a period of um, feeling that I couldn't write anymore. And... um, and then God put this thought on my heart, I want you to write about my love. I want you to write about the father's kiss. And and it was really all to do with the, um, the father and the prodigal son's story. And how he ran to his son and embraced him. And lavished love on him and kissed him. When that son had messed up in life so much. And really the book evolved out of that. And how deeply God has been loving me as a father. Mm. Despite my lack of father experience in life. It's got beautiful
1: Um, stories of affirmation um. about how God wants to love each one of us and how we can sort of enter into it. So it's a very upbuilding book. And
0: despite uh, how our human fathers um, may have not been uh, the good model and example that they should have been to us, our heavenly father, as the psalmist says, he's like a father to us. Mm tender and sympathetic, and Mm -hmm. high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love." Marilyn, so you started writing songs. You've released a couple of albums. I mean, you've been doing this. So here's the ultimate collection. Yes, that's the, right. I yeah. mean, obviously, you've been singing for 40 years.
1: I have, yes. And we had a launch time for that. It, um, uh, and, you know, it, it was, it's was. it been an amazing time. You see, my heart has always been, uh, perhaps because I am blind, you know, there are, there are sort of areas of life where I need to ask God for help perhaps where some people may not, like when you lose things on the floor or just finding your way or crossing a road, whatever it might be, I'm talking to him about all these things and I'm hearing often his answers or his help. I'm hearing his wonderful affirmations of love in my heart and I think there's so many that need to know how God loves them. And so in the songs, I try to put teaching in the songs and I try to put comfort in the songs, comfort that will really reach into hearts because I think that music can actually be a wonderful way of conveying beautiful words. Music brings atmosphere into the words. And there's one song I remember writing um, because a couple had lost their only son in our church and they were utterly heartbroken and I was for them and I remember saying to God, what can I do, Lord? What can I say to them? He said, write this song. And the words were things like, I will never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Um, My arms of love are all you need at this time. And I thought, thank you, Lord. You can give me words like this with a melody that will kind of bring hope and restfulness into their souls.
0: Absolutely. Well, last night, Marilyn, Killy and I were listening to you on Alexa, we said to Alexa, play Marilyn Baker. And she did. And uh, it was just letting it, letting the truth of the words, um, just wash into us was, was very good. I, I know you don't have your, you, you play oboe, you play the keyboard. Yes, I do. I play keyboards and piano and stuff like and that. And piano, yeah. yeah. But are, are you able to sing us a song even though you haven't got your piano here? I can, here? actually. I'll Would sing do one. Would you do that?
1: I will. Right, this one's called Hollow of His Hand, OK? I'm held in the hollow of his hand. That's where I am. That's where I am. I'm held in the centre of His love. That's where I am. That's where I am. Well, the Lord loves to show us just how much he loves us then our fears and our doubts just melt away I'm held in the hollow of his hand forevermore Yes, for eternity. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. (laughs) There you are. That was beautiful, Marilyn. Wow that really warms the heart. I I
1: want songs to warm the heart. I want people to know that God is for them, not against them, that God's Holy Spirit will show us the things we need to know, and he's living not just with us, but when we're Christians, he's living deep inside of us, and he wants to communicate God's very thoughts, his very heart to us, and that's what he's done for me so many times, and I want to pass on that kind of beautiful affirmation and comfort from God to others.
0: Beautiful, Marilyn. So good. Tracy, what do you sense the Lord is saying uh, to the church today?
2: Well, um, I sense that he has a deep longing in his heart for people to discover his father love and how kind of personal and real he is and that he really wants to be alongside people. And as we travelled here for this interview today, I had a sense that someone felt very small, almost like an ant in size, scurrying along, invisible to everyone, easily trampled underfoot. And it was such a sense of kind of being nothing, being unseen, not mattering. And then it was as if I could sense the Lord's heart saying, I love you so much. And if only you could see yourself as I see you. I'm carrying you with joy upon my shoulders. You are my beloved child. I never turn my back on you. You matter so much to me that I went to the cross for you. I want to give you everything to lavish my love on you. And... I hope that you, if you're listening now to that and you're feeling that, that you already take that love in. Mm. But in an overall sense, this is what I sense from him, that he longs to kind of draw people into his embrace. Yes. And really lavish his love on them and build them up and the heal the hurts of their lives. Yes. his for the love.
1: Thank yes. you, Tracy. It's his sort of affirmation and his beautiful heart for us that brings such healing, isn't it? It's
0: it's fascinating with the two of you uh, that your disabilities have not hindered you in any way. What would you say, Marilyn, to anyone uh, listening now, viewing now? You know, maybe they have disabilities, but they, they know the Lord's calling them into. Ministry. I mean, I know we're all in ministry, but you stepped out. What would you say to people who are a little bit fearful about stepping out in serving God uh, when they're very aware of restrictions?
1: I would say it's natural to be afraid. Uh, I certainly did feel afraid. I wondered how I was going to do it. I knew that I would need someone to travel with me, to be alongside me humanly. And God provided all that. If God is calling you, he's also going to provide the resources you need. That might be different sorts of support you need. But if he's calling you, he will provide it. And there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, he'll give you all the help you need. I mean, I remember thinking, uh, you know, I need to make, in those days, a record. And I thought, how am I going to do that? I've got no idea how to even begin such a thing. And suddenly I met up with someone who knew someone who owned a record company. And when I recorded my very first record in those early days, the um, company director didn't really believe that my record was going to be that good, so he hadn't put much money into it. But after we'd done the first recording, he came to me personally, apologised for his initial lack of interest, and offered to become my manager. (laughs) And he launched me into what I was doing, him and his wife. They gave me so much in the end, but I couldn't make that happen. It was God that kind of made that process happen. So I believe that if you step out, if you believe it's God, test it out with others, ask people about your gifts and what they feel as well, and then trust in God's anointing and go for it because you'll get what you need
0: wonderful. Tracy, um, you, 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 you're a te- speaker, teacher. Um, share with us a, a reflection of something that the Lord has been putting on your heart recently.
2: Well, I was thinking um, about the resurrection. The his staff has just gone by. I've been writing him um, encouragements for him at his book page and, and I was thinking about Jesus and when he rose and met Mary at the tomb she was at a point of such despair and couldn't see any hope for the future and there's something about when we in a place of despair that makes us not able to see or not recognize the good things that are around, and so we meet many people that are kind of not able to see or believe that good could love them, or even see that, that life can be wonderful in different ways because they're so kind of despairing inside, and that was what Mary was feeling. This is what I was reflecting on. We meet Jesus met her, and she was thinking he was a gardener because she just couldn't see out of that despair. But then he spoke her name and there was that certain moment of kind of um, recognition. And that's a wonderful thing, I find, that when he comes to us and he kind of does something or shows us something and he always knows how to get through to where we are. With me, it was that girl at the college in the very first instance saying that God had spoken to her when I was at that point to such despair myself. And it was within those few days hearing God that student did, to tell me that God loved me, and he knew the way to my heart. And so I decided to say that for, for all of us he knows the way to our hearts. And it can come to us in a way that they'll be able to recognise and kind of warm to on the inside. My way might be quite different to Marilyn's, and I might be moved in a moment by something really beautiful that I see, like a landscape, or Marilyn by um, by um, a beautiful piece of music, but equally by cream cake, or something like that. But but basically, the Lord is a friend.
0: Absolutely, and
2: he loves to come to us as a friend in that way. Yes.
0: And and what a friend we have in Jesus. Yes. Isn't that true, Marilyn? Absolutely. Marilyn, we can't finish the the programme without having one more song from you. Go on, sing us one more.
1: Okay then. Well, I'll just sing the chorus uh, of the first um, song that I sang in that concert with Tracy that time. He gives joy to the hopeless Peace to the weary and he binds up the broken hearted. Did you know there's someone who can hear your faintest sigh? Someone who can hear your heart's deepest cry. He's the one who made you. He knows you through and through. So give him a chance and let his love shine through. He gives joy To the hopeless, peace to the weary, and he binds up the broken hearted.
0: Beautiful,
1: absolutely
0: beautiful, Marilyn. This is my book, Jesus Christ, the Truth. Okay, and I, I'm going to give that one to Tracy. Now, you read Braille, don't you? I Marilee? do actually. So, yes. Look at this. I've got it in Braille.
1: Oh, how exciting! I know.
0: So, wow. so this is it for Tracy. There you are. Mm-hmm. And here you are in Braille.
1: Oh, wow, I'm so excited. No, 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 but no. see how many <laughs> volumes Look, it is, you it's, see? It's four Ooh. volumes. Wow, four volumes of Braille, and I shall jolly well enjoy oh. it.
0: It's all about all Jesus. About him. Yeah. And you two exude Jesus. You're, you're, you're like Batman and Robin. <laughs> there used to be a program on television, Cagney and Lacey. I'm oh, trying yeah. to think Cagney of an equi- <laughs> <laughs> equivalent. But you're two amazing angels. And it was lovely to hear a little of your story. And we pray God's continued um, well-being for you both, preservation, and may his favour continue to shine on you both and through you. Thank you so much, Marilyn and Tracy, for joining us on Facing the Canon.
1: It's been a thrill to be with you, John. We've loved it. Thank you.
0: Well, honestly, talk about a heartwarming program uh, with two wonderful um, women um, who exude the presence of God. Um, I really hope that this has inspired you. I hope it's encouraged you. I hope it's infused in you a little bit more faith and hope and love. Thank you for joining us on Facing the Canon.
2: You've been listening to the J. John podcast. To find out more about J. John's ministry, visit www.canonjjohn.com and follow him on social media.